While we're still in the month of love on our midweek motivation segment tonight, we're joined by author and life coach A.B. Mamabulo and we're talking about all things intimacy. You are more than welcome to join us in this conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212, 079-295-1212. And you can also send us an SMS to 47861. Start that SMS with a short code EFM. Each SMS is charged at 150. The SMS line is 47861. Start your SMS with a short code EFM. Each SMS is charged at 150. AB, good evening and welcome. Ah, Good evening and thank you for having me. I would imagine a lot of people are surprised to say, okay, we're used to hearing this guy on Mondays and then suddenly he's here on a Wednesday evening. Yes. Now I understand that uh, we've switched things up and uh, now we have the midweek motivation because even if you're motivated on a Monday, you could use a bit of pick-me-up even midweek yes, to, to yes, see you yes. through the rest of the week. Now, a lot of people, AB, oftentimes expect when you do motivational talks to talk about businesses and uh, wellness and goals and so forth. But tonight, you want us to focus on intimacy yeah. in this month of love. Why did you choose to inspire everyone on all things intimacy? I chose the topic because when I have been coaching couples and even individuals, I realized that the most common thing amongst all of the problems that couples are having in their relationships would be the issue of intimacy. Whether it's really uh, romantic relationships, it's me and my girlfriend or me and my boyfriend, or it's even it goes beyond even the romantic relationships and it goes uh, to family relationships, uh, work relationships. You find that people might be together or they might be working together, but they don't know each other and they are not intimate with each other. And I would like to use the definition that is used mostly in counseling in counseling environments, where the definition of the, the intimacy that we are talking about today is intimacy. Intimacy being the root where we get the word intimacy from. Intimacy in a sense that you would get into me and my thoughts, my fears, my desires, everything about me. And you would go deep into me and you would see me for who I am. You would see me for who I want to become. You would even see me for who or what has shaped me from where I come from. I have noticed that it's possible to be in a relationship with someone, maybe in the sense of romantic relationships. It's possible for you to have sex and not be intimate. It's also possible for you to be going out on dates, celebrating and doing all those things and find that you are not intimate. Then tomorrow you find your partner saying that, no, I love you, but I'm still in love with my ex. They are saying this because that ex of theirs, they have been intimate with them. They went inside of themselves and they poured themselves out to their partner. And now they know each other. They know each other's fears and they've connected so deeply that even a memory in terms of sex or in terms of anything that we would be creating memories with, you'll find that they are deeply connected to that particular person. And I remember when I was finishing up my high school and I was going to university, I found that they, I had dreams that I wanted to accomplish. And when I spoke with my parents and tried to share with them those dreams and desires of mine, we ended up not being aligned. They wanted me to achieve certain things and I wanted to achieve certain things. And the same thing happens when we are building our relationships. You find that you want to achieve one, two, three, four, five with your life. This is where you want your life to go. These are the dreams or the desires that you want to achieve. And your partner has got a different path. Then tomorrow when we are seated together, when we are supposed to be getting to know each other deeply, when I'm supposed to be knowing what is it that's motivating you? What is it that it's driving you? You'll find that I'm not getting that chance because I have never 
never poured out myself or I've never given you the chance to come into me, to come into my heart, to come into my life and see me for who I am, to see me for who I want to become and to see me for what I want to achieve in my life. And I've broken it down to uh, three different kinds of intimacy. The first group or the first type of intimacy is wanted intimacy. This is the, the type of intimacy where it happens, I would categorize it, it, it happens with our, with our friends or even our colleagues at work where we would know each other. I would know that, oh, this is Rebecca. This is what she wants to do with her life. He, she oh, she is here at work to achieve one, two, three, five. And if I see her doing one, two, three, five, it's because it's supporting that dream of hers that she has. The second group, I call it unwanted intimacy. Unwanted, unwanted intimacy is where one is being violated or who, whatever it is that they want to achieve or those dreams that they have. It's being violated by someone who's forcefully trying to know or taking away something that's important to them. Say, for example, another, what, another type I would say that inside uh, unwanted intimacy, I would bring in the issue of cheating and even rape. You'll find that... I wanted to achieve one, two, three, four, five with my sexuality. I define myself based on my sexuality and how pure I want to keep my purity or I want to keep the purity pledge. Now, if you come into my life and instead of you knowing me for who I am and not going or stepping to those boundaries of even going to, to the issue of sex, you find that when you are taking away that innocence or you are, you are violating that pledge I had because you want to fulfill your temporary need and you are going to violate me and what I desire for myself or for my sexuality, you are take you are being intimate with me but i am not allowing you or giving you the permission to be intimate with me on that level the last part i call it needed intimacy this is the group where a Maslow in his hierarchy of needs talks about the, the a sense of belonging and love where we need to be loved and appreciated and acknowledged by others uh, where in human needs psychology, we talk about a love and connection where I want to be connected and I want to be loved by others. Those who are around me or my partner or my family, I want them to, to love me and I want to feel that I am connected to them. This is the category that I want us to spend most of the time tonight talking about because I want to share the tips that would help us to be able to be intimate with our family, to be intimate with our colleagues and to be intimate with everyone who comes in contact with us so that we'll be able to have good relationships. And I've, I've, got, I've made some a couple of questions that I would like you as, as you are listening to this show, note them down so that whenever you get the chance, when you are seated with your partner or when you are with your, your, uh, your colleagues, you should be able to ask them these questions and they should also be able to ask you these questions. The first question would be, what is the dream that you have for yourself? When I'm asking you this question, I want to tap into the future. I will be, you'll be able to open up to me. What are your passions? So that tomorrow when I see you pursuing one, two, three, four, five, I know that it's in line with your dreams. I know that it's in line with the vision that you've told me about in your life. The second one, what is the dream that you have of a family? Or what's the picture that you have of a family? So that tomorrow when we are together, when we've made kids, or when we are seated as a family, I would know that you believe this and that, these are the rules, or this is what I expect out of my family. The third question is, what's the vision that you are pursuing with your life? When I know your vision, I know where you are going so that when we are realigned together, last week we spoke about love being uh, the connection where people are helping each other to achieve whatever dreams that they want to achieve. Now, when I ask you what is the vision that you have for your life or what's the vision that you are pursuing for your life, I am able to know that this is the direction that my partner wants to go or this is the direction that my son or my daughter wants to go and if I am going to support them in this vision that they are pursuing, I will need 
need to do one, two, three, five because it will help them achieve the, the vision that they've got for themselves. Another one would be, what's the mission or purpose that you believe that you are called for? When, 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 we, when you are asking this question, I am getting into knowing what is it that, what's the sense of meaning that I know that my partner has? Or what's the sense of meaning or calling that my children have? Or what's the sense of meaning or calling that my employees have at work so that I'll be able to help them to align their personal missions and purposes with the one that I'm driving in this company? The, another question would be, what are the fears that you have in relationships? What are those things that would be triggers for you? Maybe if I say something or if I do something to you, maybe it would be a trigger to you. What? I, when I know your fears, then I know that I need to protect you and those fears that you've got. I know that I need to protect you and the insecurities that you might have around us as colleagues or us as a romantic couple or even us as a family. Another question would be, what is the relationship or how was the relationship between your mother or father or what's the, the model that you saw of a good relationship that you aspire to have yours like? When I, know that, when I know that the model that you are living your life that you want to model or the one that's motivating you, I would know that if I want to love you better, I would go back and to say that, ah, how did your parents love you so that I, as your partner, would be able to love you the way that you would want me to love you. And in, in his book, Gary Chapman talks about the five love languages because each and every one of us, we communicate differently. And when I know that this is the environment that has raised you, I would know that, no, you want me to love you this way because that's the model of love that you received. And in his work, he talks about five love languages. Number one being words of affirmation. When I know that you value affirmation more than anything else, I know that whatever you are doing or Whatever we are doing as a couple, I need to always be affirming. And when I'm affirming whatever it is that you are doing, I will be get, getting to know you and you would value me and my opinion. Some want gifts. When you are sharing or when you are expressing the way you love them by buying them gifts, maybe chocolates or whatsoever, whether it's your colleague at work, when you are buying them presents for them achieving great things in the work that you've set out for them, they would feel that you love them and they belong and they are connected to you. Another one would be acts of service. When you are doing those things that help your partner know that you love them, maybe you would be cooking for them or even if it's your family, when you are making for them food, they would know that ah, this guy or this woman is saving us. They are taking their time and energy to do whatever it is that would make us happy. Another one would be spending quality time with your partner. When we are spending quality time as colleagues at work, when we get to know each other, it means a lot and we would feel connected. I like what my mentor says that one is too small of a number to achieve greatness. And when we are seated together, spending quality time getting to know each other, we'll be connecting and becoming intimate with each other. And the last one will be physical touch. When we are touching or hugging each other at work, when, when I'm shaking your hand when you've achieved, or if you are my partner, when I touch you and we do all those, all those beautiful things that couples do, you would know that I love you and you would be seeing it from the way that I would be touching you. Now, when we take into all of these factors into account, that's when your partner would know that my partner loves me and I know my partner very well. I know I've seen them cry when they told me what their fears were. I've seen them and they've shared with me that these are the dreams that they want to achieve with their life. And in that way they will be able to know that ah my partner loves me and they've even done whatever it is and they've led me into their life i went into their life and i saw them as i said intimacy meaning that into me come into me and see me for who i am see me for who i desire to be and see me for what i aspire to achieve and become in my life 
We're talking all things intimacy on Motivation Monday. No, it's a midweek motivation. I have to get used to this, A.B. I'm sure you will assist <laughs> me in that regard. A.B. Mamabulo is our guest. He's an author and life coach. You're more than welcome to join us in this discussion. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212. And you can also send us an SMS to 47861. Do start your SMS with the short code EFM each SMS is charged at 1 rand 50. We continue with midweek motivation after the break. Conversations, Mondays to Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. The time is 17 minutes past 7. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. We're in the middle of our midweek motivation with A.B. Mamabulo, who's a life coach and author. And we're talking all things intimacy tonight. We would love to hear what your thoughts are on the subject matter. Our WhatsApp text line is 079 one two one two and our SMS line is four seven eight six one. Do start your SMS with the short code EFM. Each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. Maybe let's look at some of the comments. Uh, there's one here. It says, "Thanks, guys. I'm Nico Micho Mutero from Extension Seventy One. It's good to show love to everyone for." We are all created in the image of God. Sex, love is not love, it's entertainment. Your thoughts on that? I would say that that depends on person to person. Because like I said that when we know our partner's love languages, we would know that what it's, what's important to them. For you, you might find that you don't appreciate or you don't value or you don't entertain sex as a way or or that physical touch that Gary talks about, that it shows us that your, your love language, your partner's love language might be physical touch. So for you, yes, for you it might be that sex is not love, but to your partner you might find that to them it means love. So make sure that you talk to your partner and you get to know what is what's the best way that you would love them should you love them some if for you you might say that i know that you love me when you have sex with me but your partner might say that no you don't love me when you have sex with me you love me when you share with me when you get me gifts like like we've explained all right let's look at what john at Sishoko has to say about this why is it so bad that when you love a person there's nothing you can do about it there's definitely something that you can do about it when you love a person. Uh, one research that they, they were researching, some neuroscientists this year, or later last year, they discovered that when they were checking the human brain and they were analyzing the genes, they found that there is no gene for love. In other words, there's nothing that's forcing you to love a person or there's nothing genetically that's forcing you to be attracted to a particular person. You are the one to make the decision that, you know what, this person I am committing, like we said last week, love is the commitment to choose to love that particular person and to meet their, to meet their needs, to make that decision every day. When you are making that decision that, you know what, I'm going to love my partner. No matter what happens, no matter how angry I make them or no matter how many how many things that we have in our relationship that are tough. When you are making that decision, because tomorrow you might decide that, you know what, I'm sick and tired of you, AB. I no longer want to tolerate you and those things that, that make me that make me cry when, I, when I'm with you. So you love is something that you take the decision of. Don't say that, ah, magically so. Don't even 
build your relationship on I, I i don't know if i should use uh, the word magic don't say that my relationship will get better magical you are the one who's supposed to put in the work and the amount of work that you are putting in your relationship to show that you to show your partner that you love and care for them that's the one that will help you to take control of that relationship and it will help you to take control of the way you feel because you would be letting you are letting someone into your life you want to spend the rest of your life with this particular person and whoever they are becoming every day i like one guy in one comedy one says that i like says he says that when he was making his vows he says he said that i am vowing to love you and who you will become today or tomorrow in other words i don't love you for who you are now but even the person that you might become tomorrow even if you start changing your bo- your body shape is no longer the way that i fell in love with you i will still love you because that's the person that you've become even if you no longer do those things or you are no longer that person physically or however even if you lose your job i am still going to love you as you are and who you are becoming when we do that and when we've got that mindset of us being in a relationship that way, we are taking full control of the relationship relationships in our lives. Take us through some of the lessons that you've ha- have had to encounter in your coaching practice particularly looking at intimacy. One of the lessons that I saw is that and I learned is that people don't share traumatic memories of their lives. You'll find that something happened in your life and it's shaping the way you view relationships whether it's me relating to you or it's me relating to your partner. You'll find that people are not sharing those traumatic moments that they've experienced in their life. If there's something that you've experienced that's traumatic in your life that you want me to know about when you are sharing that with me i get to know you very well so please whatever you don't only just want to know the good things that your partner has all gone through in their life also go deep into knowing those traumatic memories and be willing to share to be vulnerable towards your partner and to open up yourself and who you are so that they will know you and another thing that i've learned that people don't do or they don't share is that people shy away from talking about sex like this uh, like one of the one of uh, the comments that we had The person says that I don't view love or sex is not love. You find that if you don't share with your partner that this is the appetite that I have or this is what sex means to me. You'll find that tomorrow your partner is expecting that you would have sexual relations with them or they from their perspective you are showing or expressing love to them when you are being intimate with them in terms of sex. But you find that that's not what they are looking for. Also share with your partner. Tell them that no this is the appetite or this are uh, this is how far the experience or the memories that I've I've gotten or developed in terms of sex now then your partner knows that oh for my partner to be sexually gratified or for my partner to be sexually fulfilled i need to do this so that i'll be able to fulfill that appetite that they've got for sex so make sure that you share with your partner that appetite that you have for sex another thing that i learned is that money always becomes oh one of the problems that we have in relationships we find that someone is saying that no I loved you when you had a job because you could provide for me. But now tomorrow that I've lost my job or changes have come into the industry and I've lost my job, you find that now you no longer love me. And one of the most common things that we we see or have heard people complaining about is that I loved my partner. I took her or I took him to school. I made sure that they had everything that they needed. I even sacrificed everything that I had. But immediately when they got employed when they started to make money, they left me and they met other partners. So make sure that you share with your partner how much do you or what what's the appetite that you've got for money what what's the number that you are planning or what, that you are dreaming of if you are, you are saying that i want to be a millionaire share with your partner so that tomorrow when you are saying that i can't buy 1235 because i'm i want to take the money and reinvest it so that your partner knows that no you are not denying me the opportunity to enjoy the money that you are working for it's just that you are looking further you are looking into the assets or the legacy the financial legacy that will be leaving to our children 
Another thing that I, I learned is that people don't want to share, they don't want to share anything or the roles that they believe that a man should play in a relationship. When I share that this is the role that I, I believe that as your partner, as a man, this is what I must contribute to the table, or this is what I should do. When you don't do that, you find that your your partner is frustrated. You find that you are the man, or maybe you are earning less salary as compared to your, your wife, or as compared to your partner. You find that you, in your own self, you have defined a man as a person who provides. And now that your partner is earning more than you, you find that you, you, you feel like insignificant as a man because they are providing and you are not providing. So make sure that you share those goals or those dreams that you've got with your partner about whatever it is that the money that you want to check. Another thing that I've learned is that people don't share the model or the environment that shaped them. You find that they are afraid to open up to say that this is the way I saw my father model love to my mother or this is the way I saw uh, my mother model love to my partner. Then you find that tomorrow we are having problems. You find that now in, when when you expect, when, when, I, when I'm supposed to be giving you flowers because I saw that my father loved my mother when he was giving him flowers when he was getting him gifts and for you you might you might have seen that someone who's giving you gifts maybe in your own mind you are interpreting that as that person wanting to buy you or to buy your love and when you are free to share with your partner then this is the model of love that I learned at home this is the model of love that I learned wherever I was maybe in in if you are you are the person who loves romantic movies you'll be sharing that no this is the type of of relationship that inspires me that I want to so that your partner knows well that oh this is the environment that shaped him and when my partner is looking at love or is looking at intimacy this is what they are expecting from me so it would seem ab that there's a certain understanding by certain people in society that there's what they would call premature intimacy Mm -hmm. so people want to ideally tell others when to to be um, intimate mm-hmm. with uh, it, it could be a friend. You spoke about the different types of intimacy and how it then um, shows in different relationships and so forth. Mm-hmm. Is there such a thing as premature intimacy, or is it just that it's thoughts from people who are very conservative who just want to impose their ideas on others? I would say that we all believe differently, and in some in some beliefs or some uh, in some beliefs, uh, in example religion. You'll find that the, the the type of intimacy that they would talk about that it's premature intimacy would be sex. You are not allowed, or or the belief that we have as a maybe it's as a church or as a particular belief that we are believing. We believe that you shouldn't be in getting involved in sexual relations from this age on forth or on forth. Or these are the conditions that we guarantee or give the approval to have sexual relations. In those cases, then we would would categorize them as uh, would have premature intimacy and intimacy at the right time. But as a whole intimacy in the definition that I've used, saying that intimacy is you getting into me and seeing me for who I am, who I desire to be, and whatever it is that I I want to achieve with my life. There's no time when I would say that it's premature because it's not premature to get to know your colleagues at work. It's not premature to get to know your partner at home. And it's not even premature to get to know your children and what they desire to achieve with their lives. In this month of love, what are some of the practices that you would advise a lot of people should try get into and so that they can then be able to revamp their intimacy in friendships and families and in couples and so forth i would say that get to know what the person that you want to be intimate with or you want to build a good and relationship with may get to know what is their definition of love ask them that what are some of the things that i should be doing that would express to you that i love you or that i am connected to you or that would mean to you that i love you when you are 
whoever it is, if it's your colleague, to ask them that question. What are the things that I should be doing for you to feel connected to me and you would trust me and you would be able to share anything or you'd be able to free to talk to me as your boss? Or what's the definition or how do you view love if it's your partner so that you know that this is the love language that they use and you'd be able to use that love language. And another thing, just the way that you'd want to be loved by your partner unconditionally, also love the other person. Whether it's your love them unconditionally in a sense that even when they've wronged you, you would have that room to forgive them. Don't hold grudges. It's been said that forgiveness does not only benefit the other person, it also helps you. Uh, when you are holding on to grudges or when you are holding on to those toxic thoughts and beliefs, they end up making you feel less of yourself. And in your in your sense, the new research even shows that when you are holding on to grief and even anger, it even becomes toxic to you and even your brain. And you'd end up, you find yourself that you are sick. And when, you, when we trace the root of your sickness or whatever it is that is troubling, you find that no, it's those toxic thoughts that, that you have. So make sure that even if your partner wrongs you or if it's your colleagues at work, one day we will step on each other's shoes. One day we will, we will mess up and we will, we will piss each other off. So when when that, those happens, be willing to forgive the next person. Not only you are forgiving for them so that you would have peace of mind and even for yourself so that you won't have anything bugging you or any regrets that you would have at the end of the day. So communication is all, it all starts. It, it, it starts there with communication, yes. All right. That is our time for our midweek motivation with AB Mamabolo Life Coach and author. Your contact details. Uh, my contact details on any social media that you are on, just search for Ebenezer Mamabolo, whether it's on LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram, you can catch me there and if you are you want a recording of this podcast and some other podcasts that I did in the past check Igniting Dreams Within podcast on your favorite platforms and if you want to book me as a coach or as a speaker for your next event or to coach you you can contact me on 071-639-7807 Thank you very very much AB we meet again next Wednesday Yes Thank you